Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Vikings are 0-1 in the preseason. They lost to the Seattle Seahawks 24-13 on Thursday night. Well, let's just wave the white flag. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Uh, no, I kid. Uh, Matthew Collar is the fantastic Vikings beat writer mm-hmm. of Purple Insider. And he joins us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline and president of the Buffalo Sabres fan club. Good morning, Matt. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Fire everybody. I mean, you, you lose that preseason game. <laughs> you got to you gotta just move on. New regime time. It's done. I, I, I mean, get rid of everybody. Scrap the whole thing. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm just curious. I, I, I watched some clips of the game. I do not watch every down of a preseason game because I just don't think it, it, it tells you a bunch. But is there anything definitively – that you learned on Thursday night from watching that preseason game? Well, I mean, I think obviously there's a lot of jokes that I want to make right there, but um, (laughs) because it is the preseason and we need something to overreact to, or we're just going to explode because we've been spending months and months and months just waiting for anything that looks like football. So when people dress up in the Vikings pajamas and run out there and do stuff, we want to like analyze it. But yeah, I always, I always, you know, try not to overreact. But I would say that it was interesting that only one offensive lineman who's a starter was actually playing, and that was Ed Ingram. And I I tend to think that with preseason, um, a lot of times it's who's playing and when that we get a lot more out of than actually like how anyone plays or what the result is. And I thought that that was pretty notable. I mean, uh, Kevin O'Connell said yesterday that it's basically just because Ed Ingram is still young and. You know, he doesn't have as many reps as the other guys. But, I mean, we can also use our common sense here. This It's not just youth. It was also not playing well last year, especially in pass protection. And, I mean, you've got to think from what they've seen in practice that they're nervous that's going to happen again because we all watched the season and then all of America watched, you know, the quarterback documentary and saw Kirk getting slammed over and over and over into the turf. And, and we know who was responsible for that. It was the interior of the offensive line. They didn't make any changes to that offensive line, and now they're playing their starter. I mean, you're kind of going, all right, are they not really pleased? They, you know, they bring in uh, a veteran, Dalton Reisner, for a visit as well. Again, you kind of scratch your head a little. Like, are they thinking about a late summer replacement, which also kind of makes you nervous that we're this far into it and we're talking about that potential. Um, you know, I also think that it's you know, notable that they brought in Kareem Hunt uh, you know, for a visit yeah. as well, even though Ty Chandler played well. 
But Kevin O'Connell seems very hesitant to say that like he loves Ty Chandler. So, you know, things like that are kind of takeaways. And I also thought, you know, Jordan Addison, it was only two catches. Well, one of them was ruled not a catch, but we thought it was a catch. It was uh, definitely a catch. That's the, yeah, it was. But that's what we've been seeing in practice every day. It's really good. I mean, the thing is, he's just been really, really good in practice, and I think that they've got themselves a wide receiver there. Matthew, uh, you kind of led me into this one because I, uh, watching the quarterback and knowing that Kirk gets hit on every single play virtually and it had 46 sacks last year, um, but I'm going a different direction. I'm looking at Christian Derrissaw. Last year, all we heard through camp was, this is the best tackle in football. Oh, my goodness, he's the greatest thing ever. What what do you think about him this year, and what has he looked like on the practice field? How how has he progressed? I think that Derrissaw has looked great. I mean, he is a guy I think that cares a lot. Um, and, and, you know, of course, I think all NFL players, if you reach this level, you care about football. But, I mean, the dedication that he put into the first offseason that he had last year – to become a better watcher of tape, a better technician, be in better shape, and then to come in and on a daily basis prove it last year. And I thought it was a huge moment for him. We've got, you know, later this week, the joint practices last year for him to go up against Nick Bosa for two days in a row of, of like hard practices and one-on-ones. And I think proved to himself that he could do it, right? He was not overwhelmed in those practices. And this year, it's just been more of the same. Now, he's not going up against Daniil Hunter very often in practice, if ever. It's mostly like DJ Wanham, Marcus Davenport. So these are not – and Davenport, I think, has been pretty decent in practice. But, I mean, this is not like a Nick Bosa caliber. But he's pretty dominant. I mean, I think that they've got their franchise left tackle for a long time, as long as he stays healthy. And next offseason, we're going to be talking about the Christian Derrissaw contract extension um, instead of the ones we don't have yet with Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. Well, let's start there. Matthew Collar joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I feel like we're talking about this every single week. Uh, what's the holdup? I mean, Justin Jefferson, clearly they he's the guy of the future, and we've talked about Kirk Cousins as well. Are we any closer this week, uh, say, than we were last Sunday when we talked about it? Yeah, it's hard to know because, I mean, even with Daniil Hunter's situation, it just sort of happened, right? Like, we didn't know that it was going to happen. I just woke up and looked at my phone, and Adam Schefter was saying there was a contract. Like, okay, Um, that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, They usually don't tell us, hey, guys, we're getting close. Just uh, prepare your phone alerts. Um, But, you know, I they don't. very – yeah, they, they should. I know that would make my life easier. But, um, you know, the other day when Mark Wilf talked, he made it very clear that he is involved, for one, in this J.J. contract extension and that they want nothing more than Justin Jefferson to sign an extension. And, you know, well, well, it is clear that he's going to be the richest wide receiver in the NFL, and he deserves that, and that's what the Vikings should do. It is complicated on other levels. How much is guaranteed? How much is guaranteed for injury? Uh, how, how, what is the length of the contract? I think it's a very interesting discussion because Joel Corey of CBS, the former agent, wrote an article saying that, you know, Justin Jefferson could go for a shorter-term contract and look for a three-year extension that kind of takes him past the fifth-year option and past the, the franchise tags and then try to kind of hit the lottery twice. But 
uh, you know, if you're the Vikings, you don't want a short-term extension. You want to sign him to as long as you possibly can. So he's your franchise receiver for, for a long time. And if you sign a longer extension, it gives you more flexibility as the general manager um, to restructure, to move money around and things like that. So I, I think that that's probably, uh, you know, where the holdup is. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes all the way through camp. But if we get through camp and start the season without an extension, then everybody's going to be a little bit nervous, I think. Matthew, I got another one for you on the defensive side of the ball that I, I'm, I'm really curious about because I know we got a lot of fanfare about who we signed and all these different free agents, but um, I, I'm just curious what you've seen on the field itself with Marcus Davenport and Dean Lowry. We already had Harrison Phillips, of course, but what are you seeing on the defensive line? Are you impressed? I know, I know we obviously got the contract done with Hunter, and I think he's uh, as good as anybody in football, but how about these other three or, or anybody else that stands out for you? Yeah, totally agree on Daniel Hunter, you know, getting him signed. As uh, Brian Flores, who doesn't smile that often, he's a very serious guy, was uh, actually smiling that day when they announced the extension. Um, you know, Marcus Davenport is interesting because he's a guy that uh, the underlying numbers have always liked, that he has pressured the quarterback a lot, even when he hasn't gotten sacks. And look, the sacks are going to make you money. Those are going to change games, and you need to, you know, you need to get sacks if you're going to be a great edge rusher. But I think what Kwesi Doppelmensa did was take a bet here that last year was more unlucky than bad because the year before he had nine sacks. And I think what I've seen so far is a guy who is, first of all, enormous. I mean, he is uh, the probably the biggest edge rusher they've had because Everson Griffin was a little more, uh, a little shorter in comparison, a little stockier. Um, so he's tall, lanky, extremely, extremely quick for a guy that big. And that's what made him a first-round pick. Like, you can see the physical skills. And they've been pressuring the quarterback a good amount, I mean, as, as a defense. And one of the things that I've noticed that Brian Flores is doing is he's moving Davenport inside on, like, those third-down type of drills, which I, I don't think he did very often in New Orleans. It's kind of an interesting little twist to use his size to their advantage. And, and I think that that's what Brian Flores is going to be really good at for a lot of players, not just Marcus Davenport. Uh, they're moving Dean Lowry kind of back to where he was two years ago on the defensive line, kind of that, um, you know, that over like that three, four defensive end type of position more than like closer to the center. So that's kind of interesting as well. I, I think that's what Flores does. I think that's what makes him such a great defensive coordinator. And it's going to work for a lot of guys, not just those veterans, um, but also younger players like Josh Metellus, who, seems to have a big role in this defense. So I think that some of the bets that they made on players like Davenport, Byron Murphy, have a better chance of working out because of who is calling the plays on defense. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Matthew, I have one last one for you uh, that I want to – I'm curious your insight here. I did watch uh, pretty closely uh, a little bit of Lewis scene the other night. Not super impressed. Um, is it – is it rust, or is this guy just not where he needs to be? What have you seen on the practice field from Lewisine? Yeah, uh, that's exactly the conversation that we were having uh, a couple of reporters and I on the sideline yesterday about Lewisine because I thought that he looked very, very hesitant coming downhill to make tackles. Um, he made one play early in the game where he tackled uh, Jackson Smith, the Jigbo, it was a nice-looking play, but especially in the run game, there was no violence to be spoken of. And, it, okay, is that because he missed so much time, because he had a very serious injury? 
it's always this kind of like, I don't know how to put it. Maybe there's a basketball comparison here of like when someone gets the ball and just makes a play in basketball or gets mm-hmm. the ball and looks around. You know, I mean, uh, you, you, got, you got kids, Dave, and in their leagues you probably see the, the little kids catch the ball and kind of look around like, what do I do with it? Uh, that's kind of Lewisine. It's like, <laughs> what do I do? What do I do with it? And that, no. that little bit of hesitation, that hesitation in college, when you run a four three seven, you can make up for that. Not in the NFL because everybody else is just as fast as you. And and that's just always been there going back to last year. And I don't know how you shake that or how you make that different. And that's the difference between him and Cam Bynum or him and Josh Metellus. And I don't expect anything to change on this depth chart from where it was last year. I think that Metellus and Bynum are going to be ahead of him. And, uh, you know, we're just going to see where it goes from there. That's a tough one because he was a very high draft pick a year ago. So, uh, Matthew, thanks so much, buddy. Always good to hear from you. And um, go Sabres. Well, not go Sabres, but we'll talk about the Sabres next time. I promise. Thanks, Matthew. Right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.